0: It is hype time. The Husker 24/7 hype cast is here to get you fired up for the Nebraska Michigan game. Everybody at this table Woo. couldn't be more excited. Here's Woo. a dirty secret. We're not actually recording this on Friday because Brunts and BC will be in Michigan on Friday.
1: Michigan.
0: So, if there's some breaking news that happens between now and then and it's not covered in the hype cast, that's on you, not us. It's not our fault. Right Should, yes, good disclaimer,
2: Should yeah, necessary fair all right, I'm hyped. Woo.
0: well, if you're so hyped, we will start with you then. No. What are you looking for from Nebraska offensively? let for the sake of discussion, assume that Adrian Martinez is the starter on Saturday. I think all of us agree that is the most likely scenario. What will you be looking for then with Adrian Martinez under the helm and Nebraska's offense going up against the Michigan defense?
2: he's got to have a game where he turns it over. Once or less. Not, no multi-turnovers in this game. If that happens, Nebraska is not hanging around. You're currently putting the microphone up to a dog that's in the room. Slider Slider wants to give his thoughts. Slider's hyped about Nebraska Mission. I, I think Slider is also worried about the L-line play. I could see it in his doggy eyes there. <laughs> you know, th- this group struggled to block. Troy on short yardage plays. He just wants, yeah, he, he wants a little short yardage success. Yeah, he, he wants a third and one to be converted, dadgummit. And he wants, uh, I think he, he wants them this group to at least give Adrian Martinez some, some time to, to operate and, and show his tools. Yeah, I mean,
1: if it's, assuming it's Adrian Martinez, you, you got to play close to perfect football to win this game. I mean, I don't, I don't know what kind of stock you guys put ah, in. Close two. to perfect? I think they do. Against Michigan? ESPN's FPI says 5.5% chance of victory. Yeah, well, 5.5. The
0: FPI also had a UCF as like a 70 to overall team last year. They did.
1: Um, but I it, you got to play close to perfect. The, you got to at it. You got to you got to win the turnover battle. You probably got to make a play on special teams. You got to be a lot better on special teams than you have been. But I think you got you got to make one of those kind of game-changing plays that can flip the momentum a little bit. I think that's I'm looking for cleaner football, like
2: Slider was. <laughs> I'd like to interject that if I didn't seem as dialed in on my first answer, it's because Michael Brunts also put his microphone up to the dog's face as I was talking. <laughs> it was a, just a little difficult to to dial in when something so adorable is happening as that.
0: Slider so actually <laughs> looked like he was going to comment on Brunts' microphone, and then he just walked away yeah (laughs) that's his general feeling on this game so I, I I get what you guys are saying as far as the turnovers I also feel like Nebraska needs some big plays some something more than what they've gotten so far from Stanley Morgan and JD Spielman I said that in our podcast earlier in the week and Bruns pointed out that they've been playing a lot of snaps and they absolutely have it's just if you want these guys to be all Big Ten receivers, it feels like there's got to be that game where they come in and show up and, you know, David Long can't take him out of this game or whatever. I mean, they've, they've got to have – Stanley Morgan needs to have that kind of game where he's a dominant receiver and that mm-hmm. he's someone that the rest of the conference is worried about having to cover week in and week out. And I don't know if that's always the case with Morgan. I, I know that people respect that he's a good player, but I, I think that – for Nebraska to have a real shot in this game, they need him or Spielman to just go out and win a big play, whether it's you make a, you know, you moss somebody or it's a busted coverage and you're able to, uh, to take it to the house on something. I mean, I, I just – I have a hard time imagining Nebraska winning this game if they don't get a big chunk yardage type play like
2: that. Yeah, and I think to pull an upset in a game like this – a lot of times you need somebody you're not necessarily suspecting it from to make a play, like a Ty John Lindsay to finally have that breakthrough play or Mike Williams to get over the top of a defense or like a Brian Reimers makes like a big third down catch. You know, you need some guy that we're not going to talk about to jump up and, and give you something that you just didn't see coming sometimes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do you – what do you think Nebraska's biggest advantage, if they have one, in this game is?
1: I, I think that I think the spread offense can give Michigan some issues. I mean, I, I think that you know, obviously Michigan is very good in the front seven. They've, they've got some physical defensive backs. They they struggled a little bit, I think, at times against SMU in how to defend a spread attack. I, I think if Nebraska can get enough guys. Moving around, uh, create some mismatches that way. I I think they can find some chunk yardage plays. Um, You know, Adrian Martinez, I think, adds another level of threat there um, with his ability to run. And I I think that that is probably what I would give Nebraska the advantage in, or at least an area where they can thrive in this game is just, uh, you know, Scott Frost, I think, is going to need to call a good game, but I I think they've got it in there system to where they can really create problems for michigan
2: i think nebraska's defense can keep them in the game because michigan's offense at this to this point has not been dynamic at all i mean i know they played a tough notre dame team the first week but they also played western michigan and smu as two of their three games and their total offense rank right now is 84th in the country with two of those three games on your schedule um they have their passing offense is 81st in the country. Their rushing offense, 60th in the country. This has so far been an average to below average offensive unit. And Nebraska's defense, I, we've, I think, kind of agreed, has been above our expectations maybe in the first two games, even though they've lost both those games. Uh, and they've gotten pressure on the quarterback. So I think that the front seven of Nebraska – can dial up some things and get some pressure on Patterson where they could make a turnover or a big play that could could change the game earlier or, or kind of make Nebraska think they can win the game. I think they need to make that play early too. Like something needs to happen on defense where it kind of sets the tone and it, it kind of says, okay, you're in for a four-quarter game here.
0: Is there an X factor for Nebraska on defense, like a, a guy that you think has to have a good game if they were to pull the up to, or pull the upset?
2: I think Lamar Jackson's got to be really good this week. I mean, the, Michigan hasn't been good in passing offense, but they sure have some weapons out there and uh, some big time recruits. And we've all said, you know, Boodle's probably been Nebraska's best corner. Lamar had the pick last week, but he also had a couple of plays where he didn't get a good bump at the line of scrimmage, let the guy run free, you know, on a slant right or to start a crossing pattern, right to start the game. Um, against Troy, you can't have that stuff this week, you know, not a, not in abundance at least. It has to be limited. So I think he's got to be really strong at the line of scrimmage in his coverage.
0: We've talked offense. We've talked a little defense. How are you feeling about the special teams after week two? I keep saying week two. After game
1: two. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really know what you would look at in those two games and say – this is what Nebraska's strength is on special teams. Like, I don't know that they have one. I think they just need penalty to, yards would be their. Strength yeah, at the they're excelling there. I mean that that's. That I mean that that's like I said. I, I think you got to play close to perfect, close. Um, and I think special teams is where I mean they have to be so much better there, or at least play Michigan even in special teams. You can't. I don't think this is a game where you can you can lose the field position battle and expect to to beat Michigan at up in up in the big house. It's just not going to happen. Do you think which is
0: more likely to you? Nebraska has a defensive return for a touchdown. Nebraska has a special teams touchdown. And do they need one of those in order to win on Saturday?
1: I think you've got to get a big play from one of the two. I mean, even if it's not a touchdown, let's say. Flips the field. Yeah, some, something like a big momentum play. Um, what do you have more faith in? I think of defensive play at this point.
0: You know they only have one turnover or takeaway?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think that with the kickoff rule being what it is, I don't think that Nebraska's necessarily made good decisions in that area the first two games. Uh, I don't think they were really going to get a chance to, you know, on a punt return, it just I think it's got to be defensively.
2: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, and I, I think even though they've only gotten one turnover so far on defense, they're at least attacking in the style where you could say, okay, that that's the type of play that can lend itself to getting turnovers in the future. And I think those are going to come. And sometimes they, they come in abundance all of a sudden. And um, Shea Patterson, you know, so far as TD to interception ratio, I think is six to two. But – he, he'll make some dangerous throws. I watched him play some last year, and he'll, he'll put the ball in traffic a little bit sometimes. And so when those opportunities are there, it can't be a deal where the ball goes through your hands this week. you got to just make that play and maybe make an exceptional play and get off the field on third and long any time you have a chance. It can't be like a third and 12 that crushes your soul, you know, when you've had a good defensive series up to that point.
0: What do you make, Brian? And they've been pretty good on third down for the most part this yeah. year, but in the fourth quarter of both games, they haven't. Anything to that, or is it just a sequencing thing?
2: I, I just think it's a weird coincidence, but to the to the to kind of that topic, we've talked so much about the defense for fair reason because those plays stick out. The third down offense of Nebraska has been really bad. It's been worse than the third down defense. Third down defense ranks 41st. Third down offense, Nebraska ranks 93rd in the country right now. And – You know, to win a game like this, you're going to have to not just the third and ones, which we always talk about, but like those third and fives, like, you know, find somebody for seven yards and move the chains or Adrian Martinez scrambles for a first down or something like that to keep the drive going. Um, That's going to be critical. And not only because for the obvious that you can score more points that way, but also just keeping the ball away from Michigan, keeping the clock moving, you know, kind of making this a shorter game, I think is going to be big.
0: Who has a good game for Nebraska on the offensive side of the ball?
2: I will say uh, I think Stan's going to rise up. I think, I think Stanley's – Morgan's got a determination about him right now, and I think you even saw that last week where, you know, he, he scored a touchdown. He waved guys off. He's like, no, we're not playing up to this. Let's not celebrate right now. Um, he's the guy who talked in the locker room after the game um and said you think you're giving all you can but there's more there's more to give and he's always been a good by example guy so i think if adrian martinez or whoever gives him a chance to make plays i think he can do it
1: i'll go with uh it's got to be jd spielman i think i I think he's kind of a, a nice x factor when he's going that offense seems to open a lot i mean you saw it in the second half against troy when they finally got him involved um I think he's got to be the X factor. He's got to get some help, but I think it kind of starts with him.
0: I'll go with Adrian Martinez, and if we think he's going to play, and I think we all do, then if Nebraska wins this game, a lot of it's going to be because he's difficult to defend and he can challenge Michigan in ways that they're not going to be prepared for, and that opens up guys like Stanley and J.D. and maybe these running backs to have a good game. Quickly, defensively, anybody jump out to you that you think could really show up on Saturday? Brunts?
1: Uh. I think it's got to be somebody up front. I'll I'll say Damian Daniels. You kind of talked about him on the other podcast. I think this is a game that's meant for a guy his size and his ability to
2: control the line. So I think Damian Daniels is going to have a chance to shine. I'll say Mo Berry. I think he was pretty distressed that he got kicked out of the game early last week. And I think he's kind of become the heartbeat of that defense in a way, just how much he cares about it. And uh, he's a tone setter, so I'll say him. I'll go with
0: Aaron Williams, Nebraska's newest black shirt and one of their big leaders on that defense. I think he has played well for them through two games, and that will continue on Saturday against a Michigan passing attack that's going to give them some problems because of some matchups. He's going to have to come up big over the top. All right. It is score prediction time, and one bold prediction about the game. Who wants? You don't like to go first or last, so that means you're middle this oh, week, okay. right? Yeah, that's that fair. That's, that's okay. Bruns, do you do you want to go first or last?
1: Uh, I'll go first. I don't think what I say will really get in your way too much. I'll just tap, never has. I'll tap in that putt and get out of your way. <laughs> um, what
0: are you putting up for
1: the score? Uh, so I'm going to say that Nebraska will not. Uh, go up to Michigan and win. I think they will cover, however, and I'm going to say a 31 to 21 Michigan win. Uh, what is the what is the spread? Uh, 18 and a half was the last I saw. The the total is 50. Yes. So Bruns has the over and a cover by Nebraska. Yes, and I will for my bold prediction. The sun will actually shine on Saturday. I've been to Michigan, I believe, for five five games is that right this will be game number six i have yet to see the sun for any of those games i am get, i am predicting sunlight
0: but the sun won't shine for nebraska
1: you heard it from brunt yes
2: hmm. hopefully we don't have to run around the stadium this time like last time we were sure there. we will I'm you wear those crocs on <laughs> the way yeah <laughs> right um i will say it's my turn right i'm the middle yeah, you're guy. middle Okay, I'll say uh, Michigan 30, Nebraska 20, pretty close to what Brunt's had. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are some round numbers for you. You're usually not. Yeah, I thought about going different, but I'll say 30, 20, and just be pretty square about it. Um, Let's see, something that's bold. I'll say Nebraska, which right now is tied for second, or actually they're second in the country in average sacks per game with five. They have 10 on the season, and they're four away from what they had last year. I'll say they get four sacks to eight Big Macs, so they equal last year's sack total for the season in the first three games, and it's a it's a I'll say it's a hard fought game in which there's enough encouraging things that even though they're zero and three, it'll be a better feeling than it was this week around Nebraska.
0: I have Michigan twenty, Nebraska fourteen. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. Mm. My bold prediction: Nebraska leads at halftime.
2: Ooh they're not quite able to
0: close it out in the I second see. half.
2: So it's like, what, what's it, 14-7? to 7? 14 10. They just don't score in the second half?
0: 14-10. Hmm. Michigan dials it up in the second half. Okay. Nebraska's not able to score. Maybe they can't uh, hit on a field goal. Maybe there's a fumble. I don't know.
2: I I only had to throw one bold prediction out. People will be encouraged if it's that kind of game.
0: I think it's going to be very low scoring. I mean, I would never encourage anyone to participate in any sort of activities that involve gambling. But if you do, the under looks pretty good to me.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And you nailed last week's
2: too, if I remember (laughs) right. Yeah. So if there's anybody in this, this group that you want
0: to listen to, it's certainly the guy who had 45, 14. I was really
1: surprised to see you show up at work on Monday. I figured he would have cashed out and headed for some islands.
0: Where else can you go? You know,
1: I mean, it's time to double down. So here we are.
0: All right. Well, We will have all of the coverage on Saturday from potentially sunny Michigan. And uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a fascinating game that is going to set up either a matchup where Nebraska desperately has to beat Purdue or a matchup where Nebraska desperately has to beat Purdue. So Mm -hmm. either way, that's what they've got coming up next week, and we'll have all the coverage for it.